there's so many firsts in this production, Jenny. Um, first production in the ghetto. I'm sure it's the first production with five Shylocks, but maybe it's the first with a woman playing Shylock. So can you tell me a little bit about your take on Shylock? I think that uh, one of the reasons for having five Shylocks is certainly because there's so many aspects of Shylock. I think of all um, Shakespeare's plays, I would say that he's probably the most complicated character. I know a lot of people would would say that Hamlet maybe is, but I actually think that there's so many facets to Shylock, and I think that maybe that's what Karen is trying to do by using five different actors to sort of bring something new to him almost every time you see him and then to have him in the courtroom I think there's going to be the five of us almost on on trial in the courtroom is going to be like I said to bring the different facets of him or her or however you view it really onto the stage I think I'm lucky enough as an actress to to be the one who's uh, going to be performing the famous Half not a Jew eyes speech. So obviously, as a an actress of 33, I think um, I can safely say I'm probably one of the first to have that experience, which is quite exciting for me. That I don't be... think I ever thought I'd have the opportunity. No, I think it's absolutely wonderful. Normally, you would expect it to happen in a very different type of production where everybody was female or all the men were being played by women. So this is something very, very different. There's five facets. So what do you think about your facets and is there something about being a woman that's relevant to that that ghastly confrontation with, with those terrible, they're terrifyingly anti-Semitic? That's where, apart from the trial scene, I suppose that's where we find out one of the reasons why Shylock is as he is, because of what he's been going through. Or well, Shylock is as Shylock is, I should say, probably not as he is. <laughs> yeah. Um, Yes, I think that, interestingly, I don't know if, if Karen did this on purpose, but the way I've been thinking about it as I've been studying the piece is that that is the scene in which, um, you know, he's just lost his daughter, she's she's run away, and really he has been a, a father and a mother to, to Jessica. And so I think that there's a real... Um, I don't want I don't want to use the word femininity maybe mm. but I think that there is you know a, a parent losing a child is is a huge thing and maybe coming from a maternal point of view that's possibly a more uh, interesting take rather than um, than having the the father losing a daughter I think perhaps that might be the the way that we are going with that it's very interesting. I've never heard that said before. Everybody goes on about Shylock being a single parent. One normally, we assume that Jessica's very deprived because he's a sort of distant, very male parent. He often appears mm. with a, a prayer shawl and you think, poor poor girl. But you, you've, the idea that he has to be a mother and a father is a very fine one, and I, I can really see that working. So do you have actual contact with her at all? You don't, do you? In the, in the piece I won't have, I don't no. believe, no. Will there be an awful lot of rehearsing, though, when you do sort of oh, exercises yes, of with Jessica? <laughs> so all the backstory, all the all those undercurrents. So you must be so looking forward to it. But for you, it's different because you're already based in Italy, in Venice itself, are you? That's right, yeah, yeah. So tell me about that, because first of all, about you know the fact that you live there and presumably perform bilingually and all the rest of it, but it's, very, it's different for you, isn't it? Because you know the ghetto already. 
but I don't yeah. know if you've thought about performing there. Absolutely. The ghetto has always actually been one of my favourite parts of Venice. I think I I discovered it by accident in one of my first couple of weeks living here. I sort of wandered in and found this beautiful, quiet space. I've been in the I, I arrived in August, obviously, when Venice is at its most hectic, full of tourists, and it was really nice to just find this haven of um, tranquility where you could just sit and, and eat some food and, and not feel pestered by, by tourists. And then to find out um, more about the history of Venice and the history of the ghetto as I've lived here, and and not just from guidebooks, but obviously local knowledge as well, and um, so the thought of actually performing the Merchant of Venice in that space, in that um, space, that actually means a lot to me personally, as well as um, as well as obviously the history. Um, it's quite spectacular. I'm really looking forward to it. Yes, I'm. I'm, I'm sure you must be. Um, you've played male roles before, anyway. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. For some reason, I do tend to get cast as men a lot, which is. Um, very strange. I wouldn't say I had a, a boyish figure or anything at all. I'm, I'm very feminine, and but for some reason people seem to want to keep casting me as men. But that's pretty exciting because um, unfortunately in this day and age some of the best roles are still written for men. So when I was chosen to perform Shylock, I was actually at the time performing in The Taming of the Shrew, playing three men. Um, <laughs> Gremio, Grumio, and the pedant as well. So um, I think it was obviously just a, a natural step to mm. move into another male role, perhaps. Yes, and they all seem to be based in Italy and have quite long yes. roads on. So <laughs> maybe there's something there. So, when you, but when you were playing the Taming of the Shrew, then was that in Italy or um, in Britain? That was mm. yes. Um, that was in Venice as well. It was mm. um, with a company called the Venice Shakespeare Company, and we were performing. If you know Venice at all, the Goldoni Theatre. Oh, There's right. a courtyard just behind mm. the Goldoni Theatre. So it was a, an open-air sort of um, production. It was very beautiful. Right. And was it in English or in Italian? In English, right. yes. Okay, can you perform yeah. in Italian? Are you bilingual? I have done. I'm, I I wouldn't say I was fluent in Italian, mm. but I'm certainly at the stage where I can learn a script if I needed to. Right. So, and I have done that. So you're sort of zigzagging between... Well, at least between Italy and Britain, maybe other countries as well. Huh? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Being Welsh means you have a very, you know, you have this beautiful voice that lilts, obviously. <laughs> Where were you actually brought up? Where in Wales? Um, I was brought up in Carmarthen, well, halfway between Carmarthen and Llanelli, so southwest Wales, mm. pretty much on the coast. Um, I went to school in a place called Bury Port where we could actually see the sea from mm. the from my classes, which probably didn't help my education at all, because obviously I spent most of my time looking out the window and daydreaming rather than actually mm. getting anything done. So it was, yeah, a lovely place to grow up. Mm. So has that been a help? The Welsh lilt, does it help with, with the Italian? It must do. Absolutely, yeah. Actually, I'm not fluent in Welsh either, but I do speak a little bit, and Welsh is actually more similar to Italian than it is to English. Um, it has its roots in Latin. So that's actually been quite helpful for learning Italian, for sure. And in terms of my career, obviously all Welsh people are born with the ability to sing. So that's, <laughs> that's helped quite tremendously over the years. Yeah, there's, there's an opening song in this production, I've been told, that you're all being Yes, yeah. yeah. Mm. 
So I'm really quite excited about that, actually. And, and we've got some professional opera singers on board as well. Oh. So that's going to be pretty spectacular, I think. Yeah. Can we just go back to the trial scene? Can you talk a little yes. bit more about that? That yes, I hadn't heard before this idea of there being five of you, all five of you, in the trial scene. So how on earth are you going to do it if there's five of you? I mean, five uh, actually five to one against poor old Antonio. You, you might get your pound <laughs> of flesh, mightn't you? <laughs> yes, yes. When we did the the workshop uh, performance last year, we were all placed at various points in the room and we all kind of almost came out from the crowd quite ominously but very I think um, it was actually quite moving I think to, to have the, the various Shylocks that you've already seen mm. through the production come come forward and have their say um, almost like the ghosts of Shylock in a way it's um, kind of chills at the back type is there one of you at that point though who's the spokes Shylock? Yes, exactly. Yeah, he'll be Shylock number five is at that stage. Yes, I suppose so. Yeah. So when you know that bit at the end where he he asked for leave to go, so that would be very extraordinary, won't it, to be the one who speaks followed by the four of you? That would be absolutely. Very... Can you tell me a bit about your costume? I think that the Jews in the piece are going to be represented by the colour yellow ah. um, in one way or another. I think whether it's a yellow cap or mm. a yellow shirt or something like this. But I think that that will sort of identify definitely each of the Shylocks and probably the the other Jews in the production as well. Of, of course, because of the yellow badges and some of them, yeah. sometimes there were the awful hats that they were and I, I think Yes, wear. exactly. In Venice, there was uh, they used to have to wear yellow caps, didn't mm. they, because of the problem... I think they, they were at first supposed to have yellow badges, but there was a problem that they kept getting covered with overcoats and things like that. Mm. And so the the powers that be had the wise idea of making them wear yellow caps. Did you know any of this stuff before? Have you done your own special research? Um, well, like I said, I found out a lot about the ghetto over my time here. And... Every time I go there or, t or take people to see, I always find out something new. And because of the 500 years of the ghetto this year, there are a lot of events going on in Venice, a lot of talks and concerts mm. and things like that. So I've actually found out quite a lot just from attending those as well. Yeah. That's fascinating. Yes, of course, and you would want to go and attend them, wouldn't you? Because yeah. of your, your deep involvement. But <laughs> has, has get as it, much information as I can. <laughs> but has it is it causing a general stir? How do you think Venetians themselves, or in Venice, how is how's it being received? Are they fired up about this anniversary? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's a really big deal. I think that it's a celebration in a way of of the culture and the enrichment that that you know the the Jewish community have brought to Venice and also in a way to help people understand the history and and also where you know that this is the original ghetto this is the the first in in Europe in the world and what that means and what impact that had so yeah I think people are quite fascinated and, and maybe a lot of Venetians themselves who walk through the ghetto every day or hear about the ghetto but don't really stop to think about what what it was what it meant what it means so this is their chance to to view a piece of their own history and um and really learn a bit more about their own city i think so they're quite excited about it i get the sense anyway 
I would stop there. I just wanted to ask you, I should have asked you in the first place, actually, why have you relocated to Venice? I mean, it sounds like <laughs> everybody's dream come true, but why? Well, for love, really, I think. Oh, <laughs> See, right. You know, so, yeah, so Italian men. <laughs> oh, yes, OK. Um, I have but, some sympathy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but also, as an actor, I've had some of the best opportunities I've ever had out here performing Shakespeare and getting involved with some projects like like for example like this project you know if I wasn't living here then there's no chance I would have got involved and so I think that um, even though I thought perhaps as an actress leaving London might not be the best idea it's actually turned out to be one of the better choices I ever made so Oh, well, that's lovely news, and, I, and it's been great to great to talk to you. Thank you so much. Oh, um, thank you so much. Yeah, hope, hope hope to meet all five Shylocks eventually. <laughs> yes. <laughs>